0: Merry Christmas, and welcome to Foolproof Theology. I wanted to record a a brief episode for you as we celebrate Christmas. So you may be listening to this on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or maybe you're just getting caught up on that road trip, or you're visiting family, and you're hiding in your room trying to just listen to something other than people arguing or whatever goes on in your family. And uh, I just wanted to share some brief thoughts on Christmas, Christian culture, and tradition. I think Christmas is a great time of year. It's filled with rich um, tradition and history in our culture, especially in the American context. And we have tended to export that context and that tradition wherever uh, wherever America has gone. Um, now it has become very commercialized. But if you read things like Charles Dickens, A Christmas Story, or um, even in our, our own kind of movie genres, um, it's a wonderful life. You, you have these wonderful Christmas movies, these stories that talk about family and friends and tradition, and it's a unique time of year. And I think it's beautiful because it's a way that our culture still honors the, the reign of Christ. There's no doubt about it that it is Christ's time of year. It is Christmas, which comes from Christ and Mass. Um, so it's, it's even a Catholic term. And so there's a rich history In our country and in our culture on Christmas and I I was being silly the other day uh, making a meme regarding Christian culture and I've heard recently and over the last I don't know five to 10 years some evangelical leaders are really sour on Christian culture they think Christian culture leads to more nominalism Uh, Christian culture only leads to more hypocrisy and false conversions and i have strongly disagreed with that proposition and i've strongly disagreed with that vision um, of course you may have heard me talk on the podcast about russell moore and ray orland two prominent thinkers on this matter who have disparaged christian culture have have been glad upon its death are dancing on the the grave stone the burial plot of christian culture in america and i for one wish there was more christian culture and so we are at odds on that matter, but during this time of year, Christian culture really permeates society. You get you get to go into Starbucks and you hear uh, hymns sung to Jesus uh, by people who may or may not believe what they're singing, and I think that's incredible. I think that's wonderful, and I think in God's patience and kindness towards our our nation and our people, He is still uh, delaying some measures of judgment. There's lots of judgment to be seen and bad leaders and all sorts of things, but there's still vestiges of days past where it was a more cohesive, coherent society that we lived in with more appreciation and connectedness to our fathers and our mothers and the traditions that we've been given. And that really leads me to what I wanted to talk about regarding Christmas specifically, Christmas is a great time to celebrate tradition, to, to bring people up in formative ways that honor the Lord. And so there's all sorts of ways we can celebrate Christmas. Lots of families have their own unique traditions. Um, some may even be based on, you know, where they came from as immigrants when they came to America, whatever it may be. So there, there can be cultural expressions of Christmas traditions. But I think in America, there's a thick culture of Christian uh, tradition within Christmas. And so you'll get songs, hymns, you'll get candlelight services, you'll get even the exchanging of gifts is reflective of the gift of Christ. Uh, even the tree, this the, uh, the lights, all of it really uh, just has just little, little touch points of how it points to Jesus. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And the reason I want to share that is because this is almost a 180 as to where I used to be about 10 years ago. In fact, there was a church, I think it was Ecclesia down in Houston. And they, uh, they kind of were famous back in the day for being kind of edgy as far as what Christianity was and what Christianity was about. And one of the things they did was uh, they really tried to teach their people that we shouldn't celebrate Christmas because it had become so commercialized and was all about consumerism. And so instead of celebrating Christmas or doing anything for Advent, all they were going to do is donate a bunch of stuff to people in need, which, you know, if you want to do that, that's that's no problem. But it, it was kind of a poke in the eye of people who are more traditional, who enjoyed the traditions of Christmas, um, whether it's particular family traditions or cultural traditions or just religious traditions. And so what they strove to do was kind of be like this, uh, this kind of rebel, this, this teenage angst church where it's like, oh, we're not about that. We're not about consumerism. That's all it is. And I think that reflects kind of a general pietistic attitude towards a lot of uh, Christian culture and Christian tradition is if if it gets kind of hijacked and if it gets taken offline by kind of a secular approach to commercialization or consumerism, then therefore we just kind of bail. We abandon ship and we turn it over. And I think that's a foolish thing to do. I think that's a, a losing strategy. It's one of cultural retreat instead of advancement. And I don't think that that's what we should be doing as Christians and as churches and as pastors. I think instead we should be advancing and we should be redeeming. And of course we should be pointing out that Christ is the reason for the season, that the gifts aren't the reason, but I think we can oftentimes do ourselves a great disservice because we diminish the value and the formative experience for families and cities and churches to have Christmas traditions that they pass on to their kids. These things matter deeply in how people are shaped and how they view the world And my attitude 10 years ago was very dismissive of tradition. In fact, anytime anything regarding politics came on, um, I just kind of viewed it as nonsense. It seemed like outdated pageantry and I didn't appreciate it. And now I, I uh, I still view a lot of it as a dog and pony show and kind of performative, but I at least appreciate the tradition associated with it because I think tradition matters a lot. Tradition matters a lot. It shapes people and it forms people. Now, you may take issue with, you know, how much of that tradition is actually Christian, how much of that tradition is explicitly Christ focused. And, you know, we can have that conversation if you want. But I think obsessing over that can lead us into some really just unhelpful ways of thinking about uh, spiritual disciplines, Christian formation and worship. Um, we tend to get so focused on the minutiae of like what's permissible and what's not that we just don't enjoy the season. And I think Christians of all people should be enjoying Christmas. I think we should be enjoying Christmas. I think we should be singing Christmas songs all year round. Uh, I think not just for the sake of Christmas in the spirit of Christmas as as uh, kind of the world says, but because a lot of those Christmas songs those Advent songs. Uh, they're incredibly potent. They're theologically rich. And so we can use them all year round, because they're great songs. They're just great songs. But I think what, what I want to emphasize for you as you kind of celebrate Christmas, or maybe you're just done celebrating Christmas, is really go for it. Just go for it. Like, enjoy it, enjoy it for what it is, whether, whatever your family does, however big they go, uh, appreciate and thank God that you are celebrating Christmas this year, that it's a, a holiday in our United States, uh, that even is part of the vestiges of a Christian culture. And so we're not going to see, um, more people know Christ and see our cities Brought to Christ by practicing cultural retreat every time one of our traditions gets kind of taken out. Um, this is why we could get into the topic, and this is off, off, way off the beaten path of what I wanted to cover today. But think of the topic of the rainbow flag and how that's just now a pagan symbol of the sexual revolution. And yet that's our symbol. That's our symbol. And so we shouldn't back down from christmas being our holiday we are christians this is what we do and we are glad to celebrate we of all people should be filled with great joy because christ has come he's come in the flesh he didn't just stay in some other place in heaven he came in the flesh to redeem us in our totality our our soul and our body and so at christmas we get to practice that out we get to live that out in person with other people eating, drinking, exchanging gifts, very physical embodied things, gifts matter, like thinking thoughtfully of someone else and giving them a good gift that you've thought about, uh, matters a lot. And, and you know how it feels when somebody's thought about you and given you a gift. These things are good things, very good things that God has made in this world. And the fact that humans get to create new things and create new culture and new products. These are great things that we as Christians can celebrate instead of having this kind of dour attitude, like we're, uh, you know, kind of like left out of the game or, or somebody stole our ball. Like, that's not the attitude we want to have as Christians. We want to have a joyous, hopeful, happy warrior mentality, but this is our holiday and we are Christians and we're so glad to celebrate it. So I want to, I want to encourage you, whatever family gathering you're at, whether you're with friends or family, I want to encourage you to as much as you can advance and celebrate and worship the name of Christ at that event. Maybe for you, that just means like offering to pray. Or maybe for you, that means sprinkling in some talk about um, how each tradition or how just one tradition connects to Christ. But I want you to have an attitude of one who is really hopeful and cheerful to see Christ celebrated and to see families gather who many don't even know Christ. And this is a great opportunity for you to show them the love of Christ by showing up, by being a joyous uh, Christian and then telling them about the good news of Jesus and why we celebrate and making it clear, say, I, as a Christian love this time of year for these reasons. And I'm so glad to be here with you all to celebrate the birth of Christ. So make some bold declarations. And if you can't do that, or you're not ready to do that, offer to pray and at least set your heart and your mind on the worship of Christ over this Christmas. And if you're listening to this, like I said, and it's, it's after Christmas, keep this in mind as, as Christians celebrate Holy days, as we celebrate all sorts of days throughout the year, it's a really good discipline to get into that. We should reclaim what is ours. Uh, We should reclaim what Christ has already claimed um, because it all belongs to him anyways. And so we just have the opportunity to advance his mission in this way. So thanks so much for joining me today. I've got a great episode coming your way. We're talking with Colin Redimer about sports, competition, anger, and Christianity, talking about the violence of football, the violence of the MMA, is that appropriate within Christianity? We explore it through philosophy and through the early uh, church tradition. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Leave a great rating, share this with somebody to encourage another friend, a brother, or sister in Christ to be bold this Christmas and enjoy Christ richly. Merry Christmas.